G'day teabaggers, it's Will here. I'll be really quick. Uh, I just wanted to mention this is an older episode uh, that I found from the vaults. Uh, brand new for you guys, but it was recorded a couple of months ago, so I need to firstly mention that we talk about Brocklesnitch, uh, Rebecca Shaw, at the start of the episode. Um, she's since been on the podcast, so that's how long ago it was. Um, so you get to hear that conversation. Uh, it's with guest Charlie, number one, Dave Anthony. I hope you're going to enjoy it. Um, I only have about a week and a half to go for the Melbourne International Comedy Festival, so please come out and see Will Luminati. Um, your support of the show has been amazing, and I've really been enjoying doing it. So if you're a teabagger and you want to support the podcast, the best way is to come and see me do my shows. Uh, after Melbourne, I'm off to the Acme Comedy Club in Minneapolis. Uh, then after that, I am at Helium in Buffalo, New York for a week. Then I'm at the Bridgetown Comedy Festival in Portland, Oregon. Then I'll be flying back to Sydney for a couple of shows at the Enmore and a couple of shows at Chatswood uh, for the Willow Minardi tour. So please come and uh, check those out and support the show. That'd be really cool. Um, I'll, I'll let you get to it. Uh, please go and check out all the other guest Charlies as well who are doing uh, comedy festival shows there's a whole heap of them uh, particularly guys like Justin Hamilton uh, who's doing a really great show and uh, Lindsay Webb um, who's doing a brilliant show and, and could definitely do with your support um, you know it's a big financial risk for Lindsay to come down and do the festival and he does a great show and um, the more support it gets the better it is for him and his family and stuff like that so big shout out to Lindsay as well but please uh, enjoy this episode with Dave Anthony. The following episode of FOFOP is classified M.A. It contains some coarse language, some nudity, drug references, a sex scene, time travel, terrible Batman impersonations, a Charlie Clausen pronounced Clausen-shaped hole, and mild coarse language. FOFOP advises that the program is not suitable for persons under the age of 15, and minors must be accompanied by an adult guardian or priest. This is John Deke speaking. Everyone relax, this is Tofa. Ironically, I'm not relaxed. <laughs> Are you sure? Do you have it this time? Okay, so um, the microphones are plugged in. Yeah. And um, I've pushed the buttons that actually control the microphones. Oh. So I'm going to say yes. Hey. We're on. Hello and welcome to Fofop. I am Will Anderson. Uh, guest Charlie Clawson, number one. Dave Anthony is with me on this hopefully properly recorded episode. <laughs> on my balcony. Our, our first balcony cast, now that I have the couch on the balcony. I think this is going to be the best sunset podcast ever. Right, seriously. Just based like, on what's happening over there. We're in, we're in the uh, right part of the day that during this podcast, yeah. the sun will set. Yep. It's going to be romantic. It's a very romantic. This might podcast. be a fucking sexy <laughs> The F info fop is for fuck. It's finally happening. It's finally. <laughs> there's one of the funniest people on Twitter. I'm going to give someone a Twitter a shout out at Brocklesnitz. Uh, Brocklesnitz. Uh, at Brockle Snitch. Brockle, Brockle Snitch or Brockle Snitch? Thank snitch. You. Okay. At Brockle Snitch. Um, Snitches uh, get stitches. You know that. She's a what? Snitches get stitches. Is you that know right? That. Yeah. Do you know what is that? Is that an Australian, uh, American yeah. saying? Yeah, that's a. Like, so you're not like, is it a prison talk? Is it prison talk? You watch it's a lot a, of prison it, TV. I is do. That like, is I there do. a lot of guys just saying to other dudes in lockup, uh, well, snitches get stitches? They don't say that because. Because is that what they mean? Like, stitches as in, like, Someone's gonna shiv you, and in, like, no, it's from the streets, from like gangs. If right. if you snitch, you get shot. And then they gotta ah, oh, they gotta stitch you up. Gotta stitch you up. See, when you first said that, <laughs> snitches get stitches. <laughs> I thought you meant like when they were running. 
Like, I thought you were implying that snitches did not have good endurance. (laughs) They do not. They get stitches. Oh, they have incredible lactic acid buildups. That's right. Uh, She's uh, a a brilliant um, sort of uh, online comedian, commentator, journalist. We've never met. Mm -hmm. I believe her name is Beck. Uh, But uh, we've only met online. Australian or American? Australian. Uh-huh. She's from Brisbane. I don't really know a lot about her because I feel like... One day I think I Googled her Twitter handle to see if I could find out who she was in real life because mm-hmm. I was like, I, I think this person's really you know, funny and interesting. Uh, anyway, I'm not going to make it weird in that because I know that she listens to the podcast. Oh. And the reason that I know that she listens to the podcast, which, by the way, I find very flattering because I think that her... She's one of those people that you ever... You ever think someone's really, really funny? Like when Mike Birbiglia came to Australia, he tweeted, uh, who should I follow when I'm in Australia? Who's uh-huh. funny? And I suggested her because I was like, you know what? Mike Birbiglia will really get her sense of humor. Right. He will enjoy her, you yeah. know? And she's one of those people that I think is really cool and really funny. Yeah. But I am flattered that she thinks my stuff because I think that sure. I would be not quite cool enough to be. Do you know what? Yeah, totally. Do you understand what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know, when sometimes you're a fan of someone, but you're like, it's okay. You don't have to be a fan of mine. I know that right. might be embarrassing in your social group. <laughs> yeah, totally. Oh, God, yes. It's like most people. I get it. You don't follow me. Yeah. I get it. So she said uh, this was one of the nicest compliments we've ever had about the podcast, I thought. that She said she enjoyed hearing us talk so much. Yeah. Uh, which is, um, so she said that she um, enjoyed us talking so much that she sat through 30 minutes of us talking about our balls. <laughs> if, if we ever have to do a TOEFOP live that's, tour and we need a poster quote, I'm going to put that's that it? on the poster. That's t- congratulations to anyone who made it through Ball Talk. I mean, there's there's been some difficult conversations. There really late. have. It's been good, but you know what? We're doing a sunset balcony cast today. So, oh, there's, uh, there's birds flying by. This is going to be beautiful. They're planes. That's a plane, Dave. No, there were two birds up there. Okay, I think you understand I know the, the difference. difference between a bird and birds a plane. Birds move their wings. You sh- should never be. Planes don't. There they are. Uh, do you think that's Superman? Those are birds. It's <laughs> a plane. Those are no, birds. it's Superman. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on. Why is that bird destroying that building? Oh, nope. <laughs> Without are. caring that there's people in it. That's Superman. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. I get really confused. Why is that bird not saving his dad from death? <laughs> why? Oh, why, why is he destroying the entire city? Superman. It's fine. Why is Russell Crowe <laughs> yelling at that? I can't um, tell this story. What is it? So, who were the two guys who did Superman? Goyer and was it Zack Snyder? Snyder? Okay, Goyer so Snyder. Zack Snyder. They're writing the script for the next one with uh, with Ben Affleck. Yep. And is Ben Affleck involved in writing the script? Well, I know they turned in one draft and he hated it. He was like, this is terrible. I don't want to do this. Right. So then they went back to work on it. And apparently Zack Snyder kept telling David Goyer what, you know, put this, put this in. David Goyer's like, I don't know. I think we should check with the studio. And he's like, no, trust me. We just want to show it to him all at once and get the reaction. So he's putting all the stuff in. David Goyer wasn't that into it he was like i don't know if this is right yeah because even people who work with Zack snyder don't think he's good at making movies <laughs> like even people who work with him i just think that's a signal that the rest of us don't have to be into it either because even people who work alongside him or who are employed by him who's very like their mortgage and yeah. sending kids to private school yeah. relies on them being nice to this dude even they think he has terrible ideas <laughs> that's what i'm saying that's my review of the next Superman movie. So, uh, so, uh, and, so what and by sort the of way, stuff? This is, this what is, is the stuff that he's putting in, though? This is absolutely... More, more giant, giant I flying I didn't penises? know. I didn't get that part, but 
this is absolutely 100% true, I know, because I heard it from an insider. So they turn in the script and Goyer gets fired. What? But go- Hang on, what? <laughs> Goyer's no longer writing Superman, the Superman Batman movie. Who the fuck is writing it I then? don't know. They just took Unless him off Unless Ben Affleck is writing it, then that's a terrible decision. They took him off of it and they, they, and they just... And so Snyder is still directing it and they were all his crappy ideas right. and they got, he got Goyer fired and so now they're going to bring in a new writer to listen to Snyder. Who would be your <laughs> who would be your ideal if like if you can cast anyone As to write the next uh, Superman film? Who would you if you if if you heard okay they've got blah 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 to write Superman? Who's going to get you lining up on the first day to say I have got to go and see this Superman? Okay, so I, obviously Christopher Nolan that goes without saying, right? But also Darren uh, an, an, Aronofsky. Aronofsky. You like I think Darren? I would watch those two. He's the two. Noah dude. That, that was who the... Yeah. yeah okay. I think he's a good writer. You go out to say Darren Aronofsky's... Yeah. He did Black Swan, right? Is, he, I wasn't is that a, him? I wasn't, yeah, I wasn't a huge fan of Black Swan. I would go and see Superman versus Batman if there was a scene where even in a fantasy... Superman went down on Batman. Yeah. Or vice versa. <laughs> Whatever. I don't mind. Would, Which would I prefer? Oh, my would God. I pre- no, Superman has to suck Batman's I mean, dick. what would Not happen? the other way around. I'm not into the other way around. No, Superman sucks Batman's yeah, dick. Yeah, Batman's never sucking Superman's dick. No way. Right. Are you kidding me? I think we have hit on a comic book conversation that should have been had over and over through history, but I'm not sure has been. I'm sure it's been written be- in a lot of a uh, fan fiction. Fan fiction. I think I would like to know. So we're agreeing that Batman's a top. Oh my god, Batman's a top. <laughs> and that is also the name of this episode. Batman's a top. I always like to get Batman into the names of the episodes anyway, but Yeah, uh, he's clearly a top. Oh uh, yeah, Batman yeah. Yeah. Right. So yeah. what do you think is happening? Not gay. It's not gay if I wear the mask. We're superheroes, it's not gay. <laughs> It can't be gay. It's not gay when you're in your secret identity. It's not gay, but um, what do you think would happen? Bruce Wayne's straight. Batman's bi. <laughs> <laughs> Anything can happen when I put on the mask. <laughs> <laughs> what happens in the cave stays in the cave. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I would like to see uh, Christopher Nolan's. What do you think uh, would happen, though, if, if they put that in a movie? What? The, the Superman sucking off Batman? What do you think there would be riots? I mean, people would lose their minds. I mean, I, I, I would say you would open strong. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, first weekend, people are going to see that. They're going to yeah. like, I've got to go and see it first weekend. I mean, like, I heard. Have you heard what happens what in the happens new film? What happens? That can't be real. And I mean, then- they paid... They paid half like a lot of money, and apparently his one demand was that at some stage Superman had to suck him off. He had to. That was the only way they were going to survive. It was the only way they were going to get out of that mess. Batman got poisoned in the dick by Poison Ivy. Yeah. And uh, she gave him a blowjob. Oh, see, that's what happened. Poison Ivy gave him a blowjob. He's got poison in his dick. The only way, but the and only the poison is going into his body super fast. It's so deep in the there. Only the only one is a super blowjob. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I bet Superman gives a great blowjob. Oh my god! Well, he's got that like amazing because yeah. he can. He's got that super breath. Incredible and super breath. I, mean, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you know how blowjobs work. <laughs> you got to blow right. You got to blow into it. <laughs> 
<laughs> Inflated Batman blimp. That's what. Uh, uh, yes, I would like to see that. That yeah, would be Christopher fantastic. Nolan or Darren Aronofsky. Aronofsky, right? Yeah, no, I'd like to see that. All right, and uh, or M Night Shyamalan, just to see how bad it would be. Just well, just the twist at the end. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he. Oh, huh. Alfred's Batman. Really, I guess. I mean, I guess it's a twist. It makes no sense to the rest of the movie, but that I reckon. You know what? With M Night Shyamalan, um, I think that sometimes, you know, when some people make, because he's made some terrible, terrible films. Like, I think he's made two good ones, right? One, eh, one, and then a bunch of terrible ones. Okay, so. I'm going to say, um, if I had to name what the two good ones are, I would say The Sixth Sense mm-hmm. is his best film. And I would say that Unbreakable is his second best film. But uh-huh. I, I watched I Unbreakable like, um, again recently, and I uh, thought it was actually very, very strong. I and think I it's have his not best seen, film. I've not seen The Sixth Sense in a long time. I'd yeah. like to watch it again and see if I enjoy it without, you know, when you actually know how it kind well, of... Well, I did. I yeah. guessed it right away, and so I didn't enjoy it as much as all the people I was with. Right. I'm a but dummy. I'm it's a still dummy. a good I movie. I yeah, I, I'm hap- I'm so good at getting sucked into a movie. Yeah, like uh, a movie that I was I was rewatching the fucking Mighty Ducks the other night. I've never seen the Mighty Ducks. Uh, you've never seen the Mighty Ducks? No. Oh my god, Dave! You said that like I should have seen it. It's w- because it's one of the greatest movies of all time. Are we talking about the Mighty Ducks? The, yeah, the Mighty Ducks. Because <laughs> <laughs> you say one of the greatest movies of all time. Oh my god, Dave! It's such a fucking great film, the Mighty Ducks. Really? Oh, it's just the perfect, like, of that sort of genre. Mm-hmm. Like, if you want to see one, if you're like, what's a film that will make me, like, oh, my God, I wish I'd known my dad, even though you oh, know your really? dad. Yeah. Or whatever. You know, like, yeah. it's just, it's funny. It's, uh, maybe because I saw it when at least I was a bit younger. It has yeah. some, but, but, you know, I wasn't that young when I saw it for the right. first time. It just is that perfect combination of getting you to be soppy and sentimental and caught up in the really? fucking... St- oh, my God. Wow. That's very unexpected. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was reading an article in a scientific journal the other day. About, about the uh, Mighty Ducks? No, about why ducks uh, fly in a V. Oh, I wait, like, I saw oh, that, but I didn't like, read it. Yeah, I was like, oh, I like the Mighty Ducks. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, why did they? Why did they fly together? That, that was their well, because ducks fly together. That's what they. That's what um, Emilio Estevez uh, uh, tells them. Yeah, he's like because uh, they're a ragtag bunch. It's basically the bad news bears, right? But on ice. Mm-hmm. The original title. <laughs> that's how it got pitched. It should have been. It's like yeah. bad news bears on, on ice. ice. Yeah. So it is. It's a ragtag bunch of losers who've never been given any credit for who they are. Right. Uh, all of whom have incredibly distinctive and entertaining personalities. Yeah. It's the Goonies on ice. And uh, <laughs> I haven't seen the Goonies. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, <laughs> were you locked in a cupboard until you were 20? Are you Harry Potter? Am I doing a podcast with Harry Potter? Do you have magical powers? I think so. Is that why you're wearing a cap? Yeah. To conceal your scar? I hide everything. Um, I uh, oh well, it, it's it a magical ragtag bunch. Yeah, uh, one of whom went on to uh, to do some sort of weird um, sexual or domestic violence. So oh really? Yeah, that it did not all, in the film. It didn't all work. No, no. <laughs> weird third act. <laughs> it was directed by M Night Shyamalan. I don't know if cut, you know that, but cut to twenty years later. <laughs> Wait, what's happening? <laughs> it was over the credits too. It was just one of those. 
<laughs> you know, Darren is now a successful lawyer and coaches a peewee hockey team. <laughs> Larry <laughs> was arrested did 20 years for sexual assault. <laughs> Domestic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he later died in prison because, you know what? Snitches get, get stitches. stitches. They all get stitches. Yeah, uh, so one of the moves they do is the flying V. And it's a hockey move based on the way that uh, uh, that ducks fly. Ducks fly, yeah. You know, so they have like the flying V and so they all come down in a V. It was like ah. the big signature move of the movie was the... The V. The flying V. And Pacey from Dawson's Creek, Joshua Jackson of uh-huh. Fringe fame, uh, he he's the he's the main little ragtag ah. kid. He's the yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, maybe I'll watch the it. The lovable loser who's looking for a father figure. I got a lot of stuff in and line. And the coach who's had some troubles. Like he used to be a cynical lawyer, you know, with some drinking problems, and oh. now he has a coach pee week because this is the plot of the oh movie. Oh my god, it's so bad news bears. I I, wow. I I only watched half of it the other night, so I'm gonna now that we have the computer here. This is classic faux fop. Here we go, people. <laughs> So sorry about last time when all the serious things we talked about. So this time we're going to go back to some classic and we're going to... Let's... Oh, you know what we should fucking do? It's time, actually. We could do a Mighty Ducks gritty reboot. (laughs) I mean, I think, you know what I mean? Like, we could pitch that. We were talking off air about the fact that you're like, what are we... I mean, this is a movie that was so successful they named a hockey team after it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they... But it was also owned by... It was a Disney movie, right? I and so. I think Disney owned the hockey team, so it was a just a cynical, a beautiful, <laughs> a beautiful synergy. It was a synergy. I watched Saving Mr. Banks, and all I got out of that is Walt Disney is delightful, <laughs> delightful and persistent. And he was so charming the way that he agreed to all her demands. And then when the movie came out, none of them had been met. What a charmer, Walt. Who was it? Was it Meryl Streep who turned that down because she said that he was actually a really bad person? They did not dwell on his anti-Semitism. <laughs> <laughs> Two guys who wrote the songs seemed pretty fucking Jewish to me. And there wasn't, he seemed to get along with those guys pretty well. Yeah. Uh, but also, no, I just there is this underlying thing in the movie where the whole thing is like Emma Thompson's character being unpleasant and horrible and like you can't have dancing penguins and you can't have this stupid you know, mm. song and you can't do this and Dick Van Dyke can't be at it. And there is nowhere in the movie where it's ever resolved where you find out how all those things came to be. But you know it because you've yeah, seen that, Mary Poppins. Yeah. You know all that shit's in there. Yeah. So it's quite hilarious. Huh. Um, all right, here we go. The Mighty Ducks is a series of three. So you've never seen any of them. Did I'm you assuming. see the second and third? Yeah. You've seen them Fuck all? Yeah. <laughs> and if they make more, I'm fucking there. What year, Mighty, did, it, what year did it okay, come out? Yeah, okay, well, let's, uh, we'll read through. We'll find out. Mighty Ducks is a series of three live-action films. Like The second one, I believe, was... I enjoyed very much because that's when the Mighty Ducks go to the Olympics. <laughs> oh my God. It's so bad news bears. <laughs> they get to represent Team America oh, at the wow. Olympics. Yeah. Anyway. All right. <clears throat> uh, three live action films, one animated film. I have not seen uh, the animated film. Released in the 1990s by the Walt, Walt, Walt Disney Pictures. Uh, the movies revolve around a Twin Cities ice hockey team composed of young players that stick together through various challenges. I mean, see, that's a good ah. message, right? It's a message you want Finn to know about, right? Yep. Stick together through yeah. various challenges. Like ducks. Despite its negative reviews... <laughs> Ha 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 
Oh, this just got <laughs> awkward. <clears throat> oh, man. Uh, despite, let's dwell on the word despite yeah, in this sentence sure. rather than negative reviews. Sure. Despite its negative reviews by movie critics, so-called movie critics. So-called, right. I'm going to edit this Wikipedia page yeah. of this podcast. Uh, the trilogy's commercial success paved the way for the creation of the Mighty Ducks of Anaheim, now the Anaheim Ducks, NHL team, as well as related animated series. Okay, yeah, cool. So that's pretty good, right? Yeah. Uh, the films still remain popular today. Yeah, there you go. Uh-huh. Take that, uh, movie critics. Stick who that it in off. your critical. Uh, and are spoofed in a 2006 episode of South Park. A Mighty Ducks area with uh, related decor is retained in Disney's All-Star Movies Resort Hotel at Walt Disney. Yeah, yeah, okay. Whatever. <laughs> oh, here we go. Here we go. Oh, this is the plot. Here's the plot of the first one. Okay. Right. After being pulled over for drunk driving. Love it so far. Right? That's how you start a children's movie. Somebody drew. <laughs> After being pulled yeah. over for killing several children. <laughs> He's hosing the blood off the front of his Buick. <laughs> and the cops walk Well, up. in our Goody reboot, that's how... <laughs> if we're going to do a Goody Mighty Ducks yeah. reboot, yeah. he's actually killed some kids. Yeah, he's hosing the And the only off. way that he can cleanse his conscience yeah. is to go and... Coach a team. Coach a team. Of of the brother of one of the kids that he killed. Oh, so right? good. All right, good. Yeah. That's our Batman well, origin it's story. Well, at the end of the second act, the kid discovers that he's the one who right. killed his brother, and then he has a choice to make. This man's done so much for me. But he also killed my brother. Right. Do but I, going, do I keep going, playing? But we're going to the Wee Championships. <laughs> <laughs> What's more important? It turns out the championships are more important. Because <laughs> ducks fly together. That's right. Duck man begins. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. So, uh, attorney, Gordon Bombay. Good name. That's yep. a good movie name yep. for like Gordon Bombay. Yeah, I like it. Uh, Emilio Estevez is sentenced to community service, coaching hockey. As most drunk drivers are. Yeah. That's how they coach? I mean, if you're caught drunk driving, the first thing they say is, you need to be working with children. Children. (laughs) We've got to get you around some kids. (laughs) Particularly kids that don't have a lot of positive role models in their lives. (laughs) Let's introduce them to a criminal. (laughs) A drunken criminal. This is basically the wire. This is very easy for us. (laughs) Idris Elba (laughs) is now Gordon Bombay. Yeah. Uh, is sentenced to community service, coaching hockey. There he meets the District 5 Pee Wee hockey team, perennial losers. Oh, boy. Who finish at the bottom of the league standings you, you year know what? after year. Just like him in life, right? right? Well, no, he's always been successful in the past. And you'll find that there is actually, there's a bit of a backstory. Uh, there's a backstory. I look though. forward to that. Uh, they are shut out every game and lose by at least five goals. Oh. The players learn Bombay was once a player for the Hawks, an elite team in the same league, but left hockey because of the embarrassment that followed after a failed attempt at a penalty shot at the end of regulation, causing them to lose in overtime, costing them a peewee championship. So so he walked away from hockey because of that? Yeah. He sounds like a weak asshole. (laughs) Well, that's when he started (laughs) drinking. (laughs) And then yeah, when he but, was old enough driving. Well, how old was he then? Well, Pee Wee Hockey, so like uh, a kid, I guess 13? So he had. Right. So he was a really good hockey player, but yeah, the 13, best, The best in the league. At 13, he yeah. stopped playing because he missed a penalty shot. One shot. I mean, do we not? Do people not know that uh, it's very common to miss a penalty right. shot in hockey? Yeah. It's part of it. Yeah. 
He should have done what most professional athletes do, which is get on steroids. Pick yourself up and get on steroids. Right. Learn how to cheat. Yeah. If you really to, care. If you really care. In our cheat. gritty reboot. Yeah. <laughs> on our gritty reboot, he's totally on steroids. <laughs> the coach is Lance Armstrong. <laughs> he's been... And he gets the whole... We'll give you back your Tour de France's if you can coach a peewee hockey team. Here's the deal. Here's the deal, kids. Ducks fly in a V. They also use steroids. Yeah. They also use IV. <laughs> Intravenous. That's our little code. And you do the, instead of the training montage, you do an injecting montage, right? And just the muscles getting bigger on these little kids. A lot of denials. And they just had these. A lot of press conferences where they run other people out of the sport. <laughs> they, just, they just had these crazy bodies and they're all ripped at 12. Yeah. Uh, so he was a player for the Hawks, uh, but left because of the embarrassment. With the help of Coach Bombay and a desperately needed infusion of cash and equipment, the players learned the fundamentals of the sport. Soon enough, the District 5 team, now christened the Ducks, after Bombay's employer, Gerald Ducksworth, mm. start winning games. Uh, oh, by the way, Gerald Ducksworth, you know who he is? Mm-mm. The bad dude from Lethal Weapon 2. Diplomatic immunity. Yeah. That dude. All right. Yeah, good to see him working. Yeah. But he's friendly in this. Oh. His name, yeah. So, um, uh, Gerald Ducksworth, uh, start winning games and managed to make the playoff. Oh, actually, you know what? That's not him. It's someone else. Uh, He's uh, Hans or Franz or something. But anyway, like, whatever. Um, Does he uh, yell diplomatic immunity in this movie? No. I was like, well, why is he not doing his bit? That's his catchphrase. (laughs) Right? Uh, if I was that guy forever, do you, how Always. much do you think that that dude in his life has just been going oh. down the street and just had dudes who don't know his name, don't yeah. know anything else that he's ever done in his life, drive by and just yell out, diplomatic community. <laughs> well, I can't say who it was because it would spoil it, but we had an actor on Marin who was an old late 70s, 80s actor who had a very famous thing that he did and we asked him to do it and he didn't want to do it. Oh, right. Yeah. Because he's put it away. Yeah. He, he doesn't want like, people to... Oh, he's like, I don't want people to... yell that shit at me for ages. And it, it's not even anything he says. It's something he does oh. physically and he just didn't want to do it. Really? Yeah, we got him to do one take with it. My God. Yeah, but he put it away. That's really weird. And when it comes out, you'll know. And how, how many watermelons did you have on set? <laughs> 17. Everyone went home that day with watermelon. Okay, the bad news is, guys, uh, the dude didn't want to do it. The good news is, everyone gets a watermelon. Can I tell you we tried to get him on, Marin? <laughs> oh, did you really? And the idea was to have him die on the <laughs> podcast. He'd have a heart attack and die and right. fall onto a jelly donut, and a jelly donut would squirt onto Mark's face. <laughs> But he didn't want to do it. Oh. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Got to be involved. Uh, it's okay. So anyway, they get a new player, Adam Banks. Now, here's the thing about Adam Banks that you need to know. Talented. Oh, this also happened in the Bad News Bears. Uh, very talented player. An asset for the Ducks. But, but he used to play for the Hawks. Oh, uh, with... Wait, how old is he? Oh, no, not with... But he, but the team, you know, the bad... The good team. The bad team. 
Well, the, 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 the good, the, bad the best team. team. The bad guy, good team. It's one of the great things about this movie as well is like they're children playing peewee hockey for a team that they're assigned to by their area, right? Yeah. But in this movie, for the conceit of the movie, you've got to believe that all the kids from this area who are playing for the Ducks are lovable and you want them to win. Yeah. And all the other kids are bad. Are terrible serial killers. Yeah. Even though they're 13 year old kids who've been emotionally manipulated by a coach who should know better. You're meant right. to like, I hate that child. Do that, this movie. Uh, that's what was great about the Bad News Bears is they handled that team really well. Right. Really well. Yeah, this one, it's very much like you're like, it's very much like the um, the dudes from Karate Kid. Right. You hate those other kids. You're like, I hate those children. I hate those children are hurt. Yes. <laughs> By the way, I'm friends with the guy who yells... Uh, sweep the le- sweep the leg, Johnny. Uh, yeah, uh, no, get him a body bag. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah, that guy's my friend of mine. Is that right? Yeah, I was just hanging out with him last night. Ken. Yeah, I didn't and, know that until he, a couple now, of years so, ago. Well, here's what I'm asking: uh, Would he, if he went on Marin, would he, would he do the line? Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in a second. If he was in a bar and there was a yeah. really hot woman who said, "You know what my favorite film of all time was? Karate Kid." Would he do the line? Oh, probably. Yeah. <laughs> of course he would. Uh, okay, so they get Adam Banks from the other team. Now, Banks, he's he's getting a hard time from the other kids, you know. Why? Because he used to play for, and he's getting a hard time from the Ducks because they think he's, like, part of the enemy. Even right. though he's really good, they won't pass to him and shit like that. Yeah, but then he starts doing it all on his own, right? Then he starts doing it all it's on his so own. so exactly the same movie. <laughs> How do you uh, just take a movie like that? Well... I think you're missing the point of this, <laughs> which is, how can't you? Okay. How can't you? No, okay. I'm saying that we should. I know. Now I'm thinking. Like if I someone just... already has. Yeah. And it worked twice. It worked for Bad News Bears, and then it worked for Mighty Ducks, which is exactly the same movie as Bad News Bears. Why can't we just pitch another sport? It's true. Let's just pick another sport and do, make Mighty Ducks, but with. Um. Uh, I'm thinking. Um, Basketball is a back, bit weird. Backgammon. <laughs> right. Backgammon leagues? Oh, kids love backgammon. What are kids into these days, though? There must be something. Sexting. No. Sexting um, is the, <laughs> yeah, the Mighty Fox. The Mighty Fox. Oh, my God. We have a movie now. <laughs> <laughs> that is a gritty reboot. Did you see all the porn companies are moving out of... To Las Vegas? Yeah. Moving yeah. out of LA to Vegas so, so they can have sex without condoms. It was a really stupid law to pass. Right, because all it meant was it was essentially they were passing a law that said let's make the prostitutes. Uh, sorry, they're not the prostitutes. <laughs> Are you a prostitute? Like, well, you're still having sex for money, right? I don't know. I don't want to. It's not prostitution, although a lot of them do also engage in prostitution. Right. Okay. I don't want to be disrespectful of anyone. Like, right. there's a fine line between there what are... we do and what they do. There's yes. You know, I get it. Um. So, but basically, they work in an industry like it's. It would be like, okay, here's what I'm going to say. Mm-hmm. They were, Imagine if they said to comedians, hey, LA's just banned um, uh, because of noise, because of noise complaints, mm-hmm. we've banned all microphones. Right? Oh. Now, you could still do comedy. Yeah. You would just do comedy that not large amounts of people would want to right. or care to access. Right. Nobody wants to see comedy. People might enjoy that, my comedy more. That aren't <laughs> in the same way as people don't want to watch people 
fuck with condoms on. <coughs> right. Now, I understand that there's a whole bunch of sexual health reasons why that's a good idea. Mm-hmm. But if there's somewhere that's nearby, unless everywhere says that's the rule, guess what was going to happen immediately? Right. They're all going to go they somewhere They were all else. just going to have to move somewhere else. Yeah. So all you've done is just meant they had to move. Uh, right. Well, you've passed the law that meant that porn actresses had to move. Who don't have any money anyway because porn is tanking. Right. They yeah, terrible move. people who like, like A, have probably been had to make some bad choices to get them there in the first place. Yeah. B, have seen the bottom fall out of their industry in the last few years because yeah. of the readily accessible nature of pornography for free on the internet. Yes. And now you're like, oh, also you have to move. <laughs> to Vegas. To a desert. <laughs> to a fucking you have to desert. move to a desert now. Have a good time. <laughs> right. I, uh, I don't understand why, like, they're, they made their choice. They're adults. Like, they, right. they regulate. They do what they can. You know, it's going to No, no, no. And, I, I, and this is the thing. It's, it's had the opposite. You know, when you look at a law, it's had, unless their actual aim was to move the business out of LA, which it no, might I don't have think, been. I don't think it was. But if their law, if their aim was to actually protect these people from disease. Right, they right? haven't. In fact, they've done the opposite. Because the laws on health checks and safety regulations are actually Less. more lax yeah. in Vegas. So you've moved them to a place where it is less safe for them right. to engage in the very thing that you... Like, I mean, they're just going to do it, but now they're doing it in less safe conditions. So what we are is against regulation of the porn industry. Are we... Are we Porn, right, that's what porn, basically that's what I'm porn saying. Libertarians? <laughs> no, I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying. I'm saying that no. Basically, I look at it from a performer's point of view. In, I'm I'm just saying that everyone should have the right to a safe work environment, right? Yeah. And I get that they them saying you know we're going to put, but it'd be like it'd be like people saying, oh, we have to charge fifty dollars for a comedy club. Uh, you know, tickets because we're going to ensure every comedian to make sure that you know none of them fall off the stage or right. you know no one gets alcoholism from like you know drinking booze backstage or whatever, right. and people would stop going to comedy because they would like oh well we just we yeah. can't afford that we're not yeah. gonna we're not gonna pay that much to come and see it right and it's the same with that industry you've just pushed them to somewhere else right where now it's less safe for them you know also the woman uh, the woman one of the women who caught HIV that's kick this whole thing off she when they were about to film she noticed the guy had a cut on his penis and she still went ahead and had sex with him yeah that's not a great idea no that's at the best of times in general yeah don't have sex with anyone if they've got a cut on their penis unless you put it there okay one exception if batman had a cut on his penis (laughs) and superman was there then sure Suck the blood out. <laughs> what? Oh, that is super. <laughs> Who's the top? <laughs> Say it. <laughs> I'm Batman. <laughs> Look at this asshole, Arthur. <laughs> Live in a kryptonite and he sucks everything around. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love the image that um, the, uh, Batman has like kryptonite cock ring on. <laughs> Just to slow Superman down enough. You know how to get it off. 
feet on my balls <laughs> with your eyes. <laughs> now cool them down again. Use your lasers down there. Use the lasers. <laughs> oh, I got balls. <laughs> Uh, we stopped filming five minutes ago. <laughs> Miss Affleck? Oh, man. We've hit new Batman levels on this episode. Oh, my God. All right. Uh, I have some notes here today. I, I made some notes uh, because I want... Wait, what happens at the end of the movie? Oh, fuck, Mighty Ducks. <laughs> I forgot. Sorry, I got distracted. I mean, we went, we, we went off on a tangent, but yeah. we got to go back. I got distracted by Batman. You know what I'm like. Um, all right. Okay, sorry. Yes. Uh, all right. So, um, uh, they get Adam over. Uh, they play in the final game against the Hawks, obviously. Yeah. And uh, Bombay's ex-coach, who's played very sort of flamboyantly evil and not a man that you would ever let coach... Children. Children, yeah. sort of way. Yeah. Um, uh, so they face the Hawks in the uh, final. Uh, fittingly, the Ducks win the title game on a penalty shot by Bombay's protege, Charlie Conway, brackets Joshua Jackson. Uh, basically, uh, also Emilio Estevez bangs his mum. Oh. Yeah. Wait, is that in the gritty reboot or does that actually happen? No, 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 no. He bangs her in the movie. What the? F- this is a kids movie. <laughs> well, I don't think he actually. You don't see it. He doesn't come in in a flying V. Uh, but no, yeah, like no, because there's a big moment where basically she says, "You know what? If you want to fucking get up all up in this shit, um, how are you going to be with my fucking kid?" And he's all like, "I'm in. Mm-hmm. I like the kid, and I want to get all up in that shit." Yeah, and she's like, "Well." There you go. Welcome to my flying Welcome bee. to my flying bee, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she said, as they both turned to the camera and winked. <laughs> uh, okay, so yeah, so they win. Uh, the movie was released in the UK and Australia as Champions. Yes, that's true. When it was released in Australia, it was called Champions. Champions. It wasn't called The Mighty Ducks. The sunset is in full effect. <laughs> I know. Oh, yeah, it's getting yeah, it's getting nice. Now. Yeah. It's getting nice and romantic. Uh, all right, so uh, that was the plot of the first one. I'll, I'll quickly run you through D2, The Mighty Ducks. Oh, there's, D3, oh right. The Mighty Ducks. Yeah. Uh, inspired by his own players, Bombay decides to try out in the minor leagues and becomes the star player for the fictional mini ha-ha waves. Huh. So this is how it starts. Oh. At the end of the first one, you see him run into some proper NHL guys, like mm-hmm. you know the championships, and like one of them played peewee with him, and in front of the kids, he's like... You know, listen to this guy. He knows what he's talking oh, about. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and yeah like, of course. Oh, I'm inspired. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that I can play in the minors, despite the fact that I haven't skated since I was 13 and started cutting myself with my skates. <laughs> and I'm a drunk. Uh, yeah. uh, so he becomes a star player. Anyway, with an easy pathway to the NHL. Okay, there you go. So there you go. He's uh-huh. like, after a career-ending knee injury. Oh, no. What? He's just about to make it to the bigs and he gets a knee injury. What? While drunk driving. Jeez. He is... No, imagine if that was the second <laughs> one as well. That would be awesome. <laughs> Blows out his knee, drunk driving. <laughs> Get back in the courtroom, the judge is like, well, it worked out last time. <laughs> Let's put you back. Uh, after So um, he's offered a chance to coach a team representing the United States. 
in the Junior Goodwill Games. For this, he reunites his Ducks and introduces them to five new players from across the country. Now, by the way, imagine if they said to somebody, um, you're coaching America's team. This is all, you have access to all the best kids in peewee hockey from around the nation with all their dreams of playing in the bigs. And he says, you know what? It's the Ducks, and we've got five other places on the roster. <laughs> Make your mind up, America. <laughs> um, so anyway, he's, he, he, so that's your new characters, you know, coming yep. and get a bit of fun. However, the lure of... Uh, However, the lure of celebrity becomes a distraction to both Bombay and the players. Oh, boy. Oh, well, well, that's it's hard awesome. to be famous. Yeah, no, that's... Uh, hard to be famous. Right. We've all seen it happen. Quack. Um, gets addicted to quack. Becomes <laughs> <laughs> a quack addict. Uh, uh, and in reality kicks in when they lose against Team Iceland in an oh. embarrassing defeat. Frustrated. I, I love that they picked Iceland because they're like, where would hockey players be from? Right. Well, there's land, ice there. The land of ice, right? <laughs> Frustrated. <laughs> Bombay drives his players even harder. Yet Team USA continues to suffer. Now, what happens next, Dave? I'm going to get you to guess based on what you know about movies. So basically what's happened is they're, tra- they're training really hard. Yeah. All the fun's gone out of playing hockey do they quit Dave they don't quit here's what happens they come across a street hockey team oh god who teaches them how to play like the real team USA oh god they get their love of the game back Dave oh that's That's so great they learn it on the streets it's so great new player Russ Tyler uh, who earlier mocked team USA during its matches is recruited into the roster he brings a little bit of ghetto, if you know what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, I hear you. Bombay realizes the most important thing is to have fun. Aww. And after a change in attitude, the Ducks redeem themselves by working up the playoff ladder to meet Team Iceland in the finals. Aww. Team Iceland win 10 no. Three of them. <laughs> it's the dark one. <laughs> three of them contract HIV. Team USA proves to be a match for Iceland, but the game ends in a tie, resulting in a shootout. <gasps> Another one? Which resulted in Team USA winning. <laughs> the <end>. <laughs> <laughs> They're not big on the, the descriptions of the second one or the third one. Uh, in the third one, the movie shifts focus from Bombay to protege, oh, Charlie Conway. Uh, oh, so is he? Jackson's an adult. It's yeah. Emilio Estevez, right? Yeah. And is he gone in the third one? Must be gone in the third one. I think he might make a, a cameo, but he's... Uh, Charlie and his teammates are awarded scholarships to Eden Hall Academy, a fictitious name from cross, crossing South Western suburb Eden Prairie. Oh, that's too much information about something no one cares about. Is this a Harry Potter situation now? A pre- yeah, <laughs> a magical university. <laughs> a prestigious Minnesota high school Bombay attended. Their arrival is met with hostility from the varsity team. Oh, Again, boy. they're underdogs. Here we go. Mainly consisting of players who are members of rich families oh. whose younger siblings were not accepted to the academy to make room for the Ducks. Oh, my God. Oh, boy. Well, that sounds terribly <laughs> problematic. <laughs> as well as Bombay's hand-picked successor, Ted Orion whose emphasis on defensive two-way hockey irks Charlie, not wanting to be uh, on a team led by Orion, who he believes to be a washed-up former professional player. Charlie leaves the team, oh. but rejoins as he learns the truth about Orion from Bombay. Oh. 
Charlie and Orion quickly bond in time for the JV Varsity Showdown, and thanks large in part to the work of Charlie, the Ducks win on a shorthanded goal in the dying seconds of the game from an unlikely goal scorer, Greg Goldberg. So, who wrote this? Because I would like, I would like this the writer to write um, the Batman Superman movie. Oh, the person. Oh, the person who wrote the Mighty Ducks. Yeah, I want to know uh, what I want to know what that person's gone on to do. Right. Okay. Hang on. Who did it? Doesn't even. I'm gonna have to look at another. Did you page. know if you're a writer on television and you're writing an episode and you create a character that for the rest for however long that character lives on the show you get money what do you mean like if like okay so my old roommate uh, do you watch south park yes so my old roommate created towelie yeah and so every time so even though he was no longer writing on south park every time it aired he got a check for creating the character and so there are people who like like the like if a writer got assigned an episode of cheers and he got assigned the episode to write in Fraser's wife. Then every episode she was on after that, he would get a check. Uh, Stephen Brill was the name of the person who wrote the Mighty Ducks movie. And what has he gone on to do? Uh, he's an actor and director. Known for? Mm-hmm. Lay it on me. Little Nicky. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Deeds. Oh no, he's in. Oh, there. and D two, the Mighty Ducks. Oh, hang on, maybe he didn't do the. Maybe he did only did D two. Oh, he's the. Uh... Yeah, because often the first guy will go on to do something else. Because he's made such a successful movie that now he gets to write better movies. Right. Or worse movies, depending on... No, no, it says The Mighty Ducks, Stephen Brill. Okay. okay. So so he went on to become part of the Adam Sandler camp. Yes. What if Adam Sandler's camp... He were... also wrote uh, D3, The Mighty Ducks. <laughs> <laughs> Brill's hands... Uh were uh, all over this franchise. He's probably got a shitload of money. Yeah. 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 I, I describe this trilogy as a brilliant. <laughs> what up? Excellent. Uh, so uh, a writer, uh, the writer on the first season of Marin attempted yeah. to say that he created my character. Dave Anthony. And the <laughs> guild said, absolutely not. That's a real person. <laughs> yeah. Like, is, was he just suggesting that he had sex with your mom? I don't know. <laughs> Oh my god, he would have to time travel. Could be. Two, I've got two patents today. <laughs> I need to patent this TARDIS. And then... Yeah. Wow. Oh, by the way, I saw Jack Ryan. Oh, you saw the movie Jack Ryan? Yeah, it's not. It's not good? <clears throat> There's a scene, <clears throat> the very beginning of the movie, where someone tries to kill him in a hotel room. Yeah. And the hotel room gets smashed to pieces. Like, broken toilet. Everything is destroyed. Right. And then he goes out, and the CIA cleans it up in like a half hour. Yep. No one could do that? Well, that would mean that they had like a spare toilet. I mean, maybe they do. <laughs> I don't but know. But it wasn't like a normal toilet. It was like a fancy toilet or a bidet or something. So that means Right, that but what, 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 was the hotel or a hotel room they knew he was in beforehand? 
Uh, yeah, so you're saying right, that so they just... just... Every time <laughs> someone in the CIA goes to a hotel room, they prepare a spare toilet. So you're saying... <laughs> in case of said emergency. <clears throat> so you're saying that they had, like, mir- they had the mirrors from the wall and everything just in case... This is how the CIA operates. Just in case when a guy's checking in a the room, they just have a second of everything... I, I, I don't know if you know this, but the CIA base is actually at Pottery Barn. <laughs> so they have ready access to all those things. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. It all makes sense. Uh, wh- uh, what was the worst film you saw in uh, 2013? Because you saw quite a lot of films, and I know that... Uh, uh, Kick-Ass 2. I did not see that. I had to see it. Yeah. Because I was doing a comedy film nerds podcast and they wanted me to see that one. Yeah, I didn't think that I would enjoy it. It was terrible. I gotta be honest with you, I don't think that I really enjoyed I the li- first one as much as people <clears throat> I didn't thought like that I should have enjoyed it. Yeah, no, I didn't like it. So I liked the second one even less. Right. Have you seen the one where Joaquin Phoenix fucks his iPhone? Oh, it's my favorite movie of the year. I've heard it's pretty good, right? It's my favorite movie of the year. Yeah. It works? Yeah, it's amazing how much yeah, it works. Right. I like Spike Jones. Boy, he he. Does. I hated where the wild things are, but apart from that, <clears throat> I didn't I mind it. But I know what you hated mean. Hated it. I had a physical revulsion. Really? To it. And I've tried it again since. No, just, it's not happening. Because I was so excited for it. Because yeah. I love that book. Oh yeah. And so I was like, and I loved him. Everything he'd done up until that point, I was just like, yeah, I am all fucking in for this. Yeah. And it was some of it was shot in Australia. Like, so I knew some dudes uh-huh. who worked on it. I was really like, yeah, I'm like I'm. And so I thought that, you know, sometimes you can overhype something. Yeah. And so I thought, maybe if I watch it a second time, like I was, whatever that, these are two very different movies, but that, the magician movie, you know, the Jim Carrey, uh, uh, fucking Steve Carell magician oh, movie. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Well, first time I that? saw that. First time? I, well, so I saw it the first time at the movies because I yeah. thought I would enjoy it. I yeah. like all those I've, people. I've and heard I thought a that, lot of people say that. Right. And I did not enjoy it. That's what I've heard. <laughs> but then I watched it again on a plane, and I was like, you know what? For a plane movie, and it's if, not you, that bad. if you don't, it, there's heaps of fucking funny stuff in it. Yeah, it's just not all funny. Right. There's shit in it that's terrible, but there's like some bits that are like you're like, you know what? If you told me that before I watched this movie that I was going to laugh out loud four or five times, right. like out loud, yeah, I'd be like, yeah, all right, yeah. And a couple of things that you're like, I'm very happy to rewatch that. I've enjoyed seeing that a second time. Uh, yeah. And so sometimes I think your expectations can just be, you know. Oh yeah, I had I had terrible expectations going into the Hobbit, this second Hobbit. Yeah, I'm which, not even going to uh, say that. So I ended up really enjoying it, and I didn't yeah. like the first one. I I I have not made it through the first one yet. I've tried about it's, four it's, times. The first one's really bad. The second one's a lot better. Yeah, but you know, I know it's the same thing. There's heaps of movies. There are heaps of movies. I can see two of them while that's on. <laughs> 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 I've never really gone off someone as quickly as I went off Peter Jackson. And oh I, boy, me too. Because I was like, I was a big advocate for him early on. I was like, you really got to get around this dude. I'm like, yeah, I, I thought was, he was something special, right? And then, yeah. I mean, and look, I I feel like I guess he's made people. I'm not really into Lord of the Rings, so if people if if people have been happy, like he's what I I got my Batman movies. Like, I really feel like I did. Yeah. Like, in my I lifetime, the, uh, something that I've had to resolve, I'm a very, very big fan of my football team, my Australian Rules football right. team. I give them thousands of dollars a year. I invest, like, on my entire li- life, I think nothing would make me happier 
than seeing my t- I've never seen them play in the grand final. The idea of seeing them, like I'm, you know, about just about turn 40. Yeah. I'm, chances are I'm more than halfway through my life. It's never happened in my life. Chances are it probably won't happen. Can I say something? Yeah. That's exactly what I would have said five years ago with the San Francisco Giants. Right. They never got to the world. They never were going to win one. And they did. Yeah. You never know. I don't think my... Well, I hope they do. Yeah. Oh, don't get me wrong. Like, nothing would make me happier. Yeah. And, and it doesn't just have to be one. I'm happy to fucking win 10 in a row. <laughs> and I think each of them would make me equally happy because I've had to wait for so long for it to happen yeah. that, like, I would just enjoy it in a way that if it ever happens, I'm going to enjoy them winning it in a way that my friends who've not had this yes. will never have the opportunity to enjoy something. Right. However, I am willing to settle for a little bit now... <laughs> Against that possibility. You know what I mean? I gotcha, yeah. Um, so, uh, but what I did get, what I do feel like I got in my lifetime was I got to see the Batman movies that if 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 someone had said to me, you know, you can make some Batman movies, I wouldn't have made Batman movies that I enjoyed as much as those three yeah, Batman I agree. movies. So I'm like, great, I got to see that, you know? Yeah. Um, uh, they're your, so they're we, your Twilight. But, but this is what I'm saying with Lord of the Rings. You know, no, Hunger Games is my Twilight. <laughs> Fucking love Hunger Games. It's pretty fantastic. But that is my Twilight. That's my cheaper, yeah. dirtier. But I fucking... No, that was that was one of my top movies of the year. Saw it twice within three days of yeah. it coming out. Yeah. Man, I like, just I enjoy the fuck out of that. Yeah, it's great. Right. Yeah. Um. So uh, if, 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 if Peter Jackson is giving Lord of the Rings fans that, then... Great, but I'm a Lord of the Rings fan. The first three were okay. I watched all those first three, and I thought every minute of every single one of them was unenjoyable to me. I can understand that. Uh, I watched them at one point, and that is not to say that they should. I I'm glad that other people enjoy them. I'm just saying there's just nothing in it for me. Well, I I ended up watching them back to back to back one day. And that is that is much like a journey going into hell. Right. Yeah. That would be like it's you, really that'd not. That'd be the equivalent of my dad locking me in a cupboard and making me smoke a packet of cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I'd ever watch a movie again. Like seriously, I think if I had to watch those three movies in a row, I would never ever be able to watch a movie again. Now I could watch the three Batman movies back to back to back, and I'd consider that a great day. Right. When you when you make a trilogy, you should be able to wa- you should be able to sit down and watch them and not be like, "Fuck, this is really taking a long time to get over this hill." Right? No, no, you know what it I mean? should be like, "Oh, now I can watch them all in a row. Yeah. This is brilliant." Yeah. So yeah. I I liked them a lot more in the theater, but when I watched them that way, I that's when I started to lose respect for him. But the thing that put me over the top with him was King Kong. Oh my god, it was so terrible. I, I walked out. It was one of the few movies I walked out on. That said, have you been on the King uh, Kong 3D experience at Universal no, Studios? No, I don't do rides. What is... Oh, what happens? I'll tell you what. It's almost... No, you know what it is? It's like one of those things. So you're on like a little... It's you're, it's when you're doing the, the backstage studio tour where they're you know, taking uh-huh. you through all the history and here's where, yeah. you know... Like the the tour, and then you go into this three D thing, and you have to put on like three D glasses, uh-huh. and it's as if King Kong and a dinosaur are having a fight around you, and like the thing rocks, and like you're really? like in the middle of it, and it's the coolest fucking thing you have ever seen That's in your entire cool. life, and you're like, yes, this is what all your movies should be. Yeah, two minutes long. <laughs> 
two minutes long and I should be able to be in the... Like, if you said to me, if Peter Jackson said to me, like... I'm going to put out a two-minute thing that you go in and you're in the middle of it yeah. and it costs $14, yeah. like or whatever the fucking Hobbit costs, you know, to go and see The Hobbit, $16. I would go and see that every time you brought one out. I enjoyed it $16 worth. Yeah. But I don't want to fucking pay $16 and see one of his four-and-a-half-day movies. Oh, God, I know. Like, he's adding shit in. This I know. is the thing that I'm like, if it took that long to tell the story, but, like... My understanding, and again, like I'm going to get people mad because, like, you know, I no, I think you're right. I think, but like the Lord of the Rings, at least my understanding is they were big books and it's a big story. Yeah. So those movies, yeah, three three hour movies. Yeah, makes sense. I get it, right? Makes sense. But isn't the Hobbit? I read the Hobbit when I was in grade six. It's like a, it's a short book. No, it's not three movies. Like he's adding shit into that. He's adding shit in, but but he's also he's you know he's stretching shit. But there's no endings of the three movies. They, there's no actual ending. Right, because Cause they're not endings. No, because you can't do it with that book. Right. Yeah, it doesn't... Uh, but I enjoy... For some reason, I enjoyed the second one. I don't know why. I enjoy Martin Fried, Friedman. I like him a lot. And ben, Benedict Cumberbatch yep. is in this one, isn't he? Benedict Cumberbatch. Is he? I, I thought I heard that Benedict Cumberbatch... I enjoy Benedict Cumberbatch, but I don't remember him it. being in it. Benedict Cumberbatch. Are you thinking of um, Sherlock Holmes? Uh, he is the guy who plays Sherlock Holmes. Yeah, Benedict Cumberbatch. Thi- <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember him being in it, but he may. Is he one of the elves or something? I don't know. I don't uh, like, I am the least knowledgeable person about this movie franchise. I wish I could enjoy it. I enjoy fantasy books. Like, I, I uh, love David Eddings was my kind of fantasy author mm-hmm. of uh, choice, and I thought his books were fantastic, and yeah. I would love to see movies based on, you know, some of those books that I read, and I like Terry Pratchett and, like, Douglas you like Adams. Games and of Game of Thrones? You like Game of Thrones? I love the TV show. I don't yeah. love it, love it. Yeah. I find with Game of Thrones, you know, I wish I could love it as much as other people love it. Yeah. I enjoy it very much. I, but I, I will do it. that sort of thing where I'll, like, binge watch three or four episodes, and then I'll like, oh, yeah, I'll get back. And then I just and like you don't? wander away from oh, weeks. I don't understand like, that at all. That's that show I love. I'll tell you what I did do, though. It was a beautiful moment. Because, you know, like, I, I rant a lot about spoilers on, uh-huh. on this. Because, you know. But uh, because I live in the world as well. And, for example, I obviously knew that shit had gone down at the end of the like the third season. of Like, yeah, the day the internet exploded. Everyone remembers that, right? right. Remember the day that everyone was like, Like everyone yeah. at once on the internet, that happened, and I I wasn't up to I I wasn't even up to that series of Game of Thrones at that point, so I knew some shit had happened, mm-hmm. but I was still able to go away and watch it. And but it was that quite nice to get to the end of the, like that particular episode and go, oh yeah, no, I I understand why everybody's <laughs> like if I'd been watching this at the same time as everybody else, I would have also been mashing the keyboard on my computer. <laughs> <laughs> I think I love it when shows do that. Right. That's what all TV shows should do, even if they're comedies. I like it would just kill off a bunch of people at once, a That's bunch of main characters. Great. I think it's a fantastic. What shows would you like to see? Just of shows that are on at the moment, what shows do you think would be improved by killing off a major character and which character would it be? Like to not just to kind of slightly change the show, but like a show that's like needs a bit of a reboot or like something that like what would be a good character in a show to, now I have to, to kill think off? of what TV shows I watch and it's what do you watch? So what do you watch on TV? I watch what are you 
Oh, uh, Sons of Anarchy would be great to kill off most of the characters. What if you if you know what it'd be? Well, they kill, uh, spoilers. I don't. I don't want to spoil Sons of Anarchy for people, but there some major characters. Yeah, have been killed off recently. But I think I think most of them should be. Most, but do you watch that show still? Yeah, I do. It got, it's gotten cartoonily ridiculous. I, I've, you know what? I didn't feel like this last season was my favorite, but I actually really enjoyed the season beforehand a lot. I enjoyed a lot of this season. There was just some stuff about it that I did not enjoy. Yes, I but think- I went and saw Kurt, Kurt Sutter um, do a like a little you know, uh, it was at uh, Meltdown. Yeah. And it was a you know, little thing where he was talking out the back, and there's so many like bits, you know, like so you know the character Happy. Right? Do you know who Happy is? Happy, yeah. He's been, he's been in the he's been in the gang the whole time, but uh-huh. like didn't talk for the first like right. three years, and then of yeah. late he's been getting a line or two. Yeah, and he's not like a great actor, but so he's an extra basically. So yeah, so he's always been Amy and my favorite. Yeah, because like he's always in every scene, yeah. but he never got to say anything. Right, and so in this last season. Like I have some fond feelings towards this season because Happy was getting more lines. Yeah, and like so every time Happy gets a line, I'm like, "This is a good episode." <laughs> Happy got a line, right? And so I'm like, you know, like because sometimes you're judging a show based on not the same shit. Like Amy hates the big, uh, the music. You know, where the, 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 there's the, like it's a big signature thing. There's yeah. a song and like a whole a montage of action happens, and like you know it happens in every episode, and she hates that bit. Right, like. And even though they convey a lot of information often in that bit, she'll like walk away and like, you know, she uh, hates that bit. Yeah. Often it's the most powerful bit of the show to right. me. But, and so for me, I'm like, oh no, this was a good season. Happy got lots of lines. And then like at the thing, because I've never really done much you know, research. I just was always loved this guy. And he's an actual biker. Oh, he like, is? Like he's a bikey. Yeah, he's like a patched-in member of like a, an outlaw motorcycle club. Really? And he's there like advice. He's yeah, you know, kind of was in the show really as they're just sort of oh my you know God. extra slash advisor. So he's like, actually yeah a bad guy. He's a patched-in like holy shit. Yeah. He's a one percenter and he's on TV. That's terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoyed that. I enjoyed hearing about that very much. I saw the leader of the Mayans at the movie theater when I went to see Jack Ryan. Oh, really? Yeah. The mines at Ryan. With his two kids, and he's like a family guy. Oh, really? Yeah. They, yeah. Were they patched in? They, they did not, seem, <laughs> they they did did not appear to be patched in. <laughs> probies or whatever. Now, what do they call the guys? Who the probies, yeah. In? They were probies. <laughs> so, do you watch Walking Dead? Yeah, I watch Walking Dead, too. You know, actually, you know what? You know I enjoyed the, this season of Walking Dead. I'm not I enjoyed unashamedly it up until What's-His-Face came back. And ah, yeah. It. But they had to crack That's a, that. It's a bit... You know what? I enjoyed how that all resolved itself. Uh-huh. But I it is a little he is a little bit fucking like even in an unreal world, he got very pantomime. Oh yeah. Character. It was that yeah. that as soon as I heard that character was coming into the show, I was like, the show's gonna be terrible. Because that's just that's just too it's too comic booky. It right. doesn't work in the world you've set up. But do you remember do you know the the one of his henchmen, the black guy with the He's called the Bowman. Yep, sure. So he never talked either. Right. Never. Yeah. And so I you know, I worked on Talking Dead, and we weren't allowed to show clips of him on Talking Dead because yeah. he was an extra, and right. then if we showed a clip, we, they'd have to pay him more money. Oh. Because he's just an extra. Plus, your show's called Talking Dead, so that would be rubbing it in. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's a panel of guys who are not even on the show yeah. who get to say more words than he does. It's pretty fucked. That's, that's. <laughs> yeah, so we never got to show him, and I don't think he ever had any lines. 
oh, ever. He he was literally an extra. He was just like one of the guys who walk around in the background, but he was a featured extra. Uh, so, okay, so Walking Dead. What else are you watching? What else do you watch? I, d- I ended up watching the season of Walking Dead, even though I didn't think I was going to. I watched it a couple weeks ago, and I thought it was uh, the best season they've had yet. Uh, person of Interest. Uh, spoiler alert, again, if you're not up to date on Person of Interest, which I enjoy. Um, I watched the pilot, and I couldn't watch anymore. No, no, no. I, 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 that, I couldn't get down with the idea of it. That's definitely not a show that's for everybody. Yeah. That is a show that's exactly for me. You have to like go... If, if, you have to put away... A lo- you have to go, okay, I'm not going to believe a lot of stuff about the world. Oh, it's like it's... For me, like, I, if they had, like, CSI style, like, yeah. if it was, like, Person of Interest LA, Person of Interest Miami, yeah. I would watch each of those fucking shows. Really? This is my perfect... Like, rather than... Like, I mean, I like a Law and Order or I, I'll watch a CSI or anything. But yeah. if you were going to give me just a week-by-week week sort of... It's basically a procedural, but it has an underlying sort of... Um, you know, mystery sort of. So right. everything's a self-contained episode. Yes. So you can kind of, but it has like an underlying, you know, uh, sort of conspiracy or theme right. or, you right. know, like, you know, you learn more about the characters. Jonathan Nolan, you know, is behind it. And it's got fucking Ben from Lost. Yeah. And I'm like, it's the perfect show for me. I'm like, this is this is the exact sort of show. <laughs> exactly. It's like a conspiracy show that I don't have to Google shit after. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, I loved Lost, but there was a lot of extra work involved. <laughs> I I loved Lost for a while, and then I and then I started hate watching it. Yeah, no, I never didn't enjoy it. I, I in fact, I rewatched the final episode again the other day to see if I do enjoy it more, and I I think I do enjoy it more. I enjoyed it once. I I I started to feel bad that for, for whatever people thought about Lost. Like, I really enjoyed it, and I got a lot of joy out of it over the years of Lost. Yeah. And even if the last episode was terrible, which I actually don't think it is in in, in retrospect, I think it was fine. I don't think it was perfect, but fine. I think it was fine. It did not... They were never going to be able to wrap up. They were they never, never going to be able to wrap it up. And also, it doesn't hurt all the fucking joy that that... Like, that show... No, and they not. wrapped up so much shit in that last season that gave me so much joy yeah. that I'm like, ah, oh, fuck it. You know, like, I just got sick of... People, you know, sometimes you just like, you don't want to be on the side of everyone who's like, at the start where I was like, oh, well, that wasn't really quite what I wanted, but I'm fine with it, you know that. Mm-hmm. But then everyone's like, oh, fucking Damon and Lindelof and fucking, and I'm like, ah, oh, fuck, you know what? What the fuck did you do to make my life better? You know what I mean? What have you given me pleasure? This dude's given me fucking heaps of pleasure. So he didn't fucking nail everything, you know what I mean? Like he jerked me off 95 times and I didn't come three times. That you uh, yeah. jerked me off no times. Yeah. Fuck off. Yeah. I get that. I'm, I can understand right? that. He's he's my guy more than you're my guy. Like as in I like, hear you. you know, anonymous person. I, is I that was a pilot that uh, there was an ending, I mean, a finale that I didn't like, but I also didn't care that much. Like Bat- Battlestar Galactica, that ending made me mad. So, I, I, you know what? I Everyone I know has told me that I would love Battlestar Galactica, but I've st- stopped and started on that a few times now. Not like down where with I've it? like, well, I just never quite got into. You know, like you've got to get into a groove or something. Yeah. Whereas I rewatched House of Cards, uh, like so I because the second season's about to start, and yeah. so I thought I'm going to watch that again. Yeah. And I enjoyed it as much as I enjoyed it the first time. I think. Really? Yeah. I thought I, it held up surprisingly well in a second view. I don't like long con things. Interesting. I can't. 
I just I. How did you feel about American Hustle? It's okay. Yeah, okay. I don't like the long con stuff. I don't like a con. How'd you feel about the Oceans franchise? <laughs> <laughs> I love the original. <laughs> yeah, the long con just doesn't do it for me. I'm always right. like, no, not some of them. Some occasionally, one squeaks through, and I'm like, ah, oh, that was all right. But for, for the, the people at part, home, I should point out that we're basically well. I, I've probably got some light on my face because I've got the computer open, but you're basically in the dark now. <laughs> I feel like I am interviewing a sex offender <laughs> on a current affairs program. <laughs> You're an anonymous voice from the dark. And then uh, I saw American Hustle. <laughs> and then Superman started sucking my cock. Work the base, Superman. Work the base. Hey, um, uh, have you got time to do a second episode today? Yeah. All right. Well, why don't we finish up this This is one our then? movie episode. Uh, no, well, let's, we're, we're going to do a proper movie episode next one, or I don't know, because we were going to talk about anyway, whatever, whatever. We can talk about. I can talk about movies forever. Yeah. Okay. So we'll. Um, oh, uh, by the way, Grimm and I watch Grimm, and I have no idea why. And I watch uh, Grimm the TV show. Yeah, and I watch uh, Hannibal. I think it's fantastic. Oh, Hannibal's great. And have you seen True Detective on HBO? Uh, so I watched the first episode. I, I saw the that. second episode episodes tonight, right? Yeah, I love. Yeah, that. Oh, you know what I love because I watched the Golden. Oh, okay, so did you watch the Golden Globes? I don't watch award shows. Okay, so here's what I'm going to say about the Golden Globes. Yeah, I enjoy it. Okay, I enjoy it because. I hate actors. I've told you this before, I, but yeah. I hate actors. I'm right there with you. I hate watch it. When you yeah. say you hate watching shows, yeah. I hate watch award shows. Yeah. But the Golden Globes, I, I, here's what I'm going to tell you. Firstly, Tina Fey and Amy Poehler are great. Are fucking great. Yeah, they're great. And they, they actually made me realize that you can do what Ricky Gervais does, but if you do it with a smile and you do it with like some really funny timing, yeah, you can. Like really, like they, there was a couple of gags. Like there was four or five gags that you like are just storming gags. I read one that she did about George Clooney that was genius. Oh, Joe, this is Gravity, a movie about a, a man who would rather float off into space rather than spend one more second with a woman his age. Yeah, <laughs> so goddamn good. I mean, that's the best. If everyone, if every comedian in America got to write a Gravity gag, yeah, that's the best joke that, that anyone would come joke. up with. Yep. Do you yep. know what I mean? Like that's totally. And they did a twelve years. They did a twelve years a slave joke. Like, oh This yeah. is the thing that I, because uh, I was watching it, going, they're knocking off everything. You know, yeah. I mean, you've got to. If they don't reference it, it looks worse. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But how do you do a fucking twelve years a slave joke? No, like a I know. good twelve years a slave joke. Did yeah. you see what they did with that? It was. Uh-uh. Just, it was like a, a beautiful piece of comedy timing. Yeah. It, like it was a double thing, and it basically Amy's given it a twelve years a slave. I saw it and. I tell you what, I'm never going to look at slavery the same way again. And Tina just does this nice little dawn on her face of, "Hang on, what? How are you looking at slavery?" And then Amy just goes into the anyway, and, and it was, it could have been terrible, like you know what I mean? But it was majestic, like it was yeah. so beautiful. Yeah, yeah, it was. Oh, so I watched that McConaughey won. McConaughey won an acting award that he was up against Robert Redford and Tom Hanks. Let's just. Let's just stop for a moment for people out there who are sitting at home going, you know what? People say that anything is possible, but I don't believe truly that anything is possible. <laughs> guess fucking what? Matthew motherfucking McConaughey, Triple M, yeah. won an acting award against America's sweetheart Tom Hanks yeah. and Robert Redford, one of the greatest actors of this lifetime. Yeah. Matthew McConaughey. 
I and know. I think he deserved it, by the way. But Matthew McConaughey. I know. He's been actually... He's so, fucking kicking ass. Well, he was the best thing in Wolf of Wall Street. Yes. Best thing. Again, Martin Scorsese, I'm looking at yes. you with your three-hour movie. Do a two-hour, exp- two-minute experience. <laughs> and I can go on the about, McConaughey at Universal the, Studios. How about the improv last? And will we enjoy the movie more. Uh, and then... Uh, he, so he was in that true, de- true detective. I haven't seen Mud, but I hear he's fantastic. It's, yeah, he's great in that. And I heard it was a really good movie too. Yeah, I liked it. And uh, yeah, and True Detective. I watched that the other night, and I, I like. I'm not sure that I'm going to love that series. You know, it's only six episodes, right? Yeah. And then they but, go on to new actors. But I, it's it's just seeing those two guys. I know. Who would have thought that fucking Matthew McConaughey? Who would have thought if you traveled back in time? No, I know. Like, and you said to people, like, you, how do? You, you're from the future. Tell me what things are like in the future. <laughs> well, McConaughey right? is a really good actor. Well, the first thing you got to know is, uh, look, uh, take care of your skin. Stay indoors <laughs> is what I'm going to say. Um, how do you feel about the heat? Uh, second thing I'm going to say is, I, I don't worry about all the shit you're learning at school now. That's all going to be in yeah, a thing you'll pointless. buy for less than $600. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. Just strengthen up your thumbs. Yeah. Uh, Keep your shit off the internet. That'll oh what's god! The don't tell no, everybody. That'll... Don't tell everybody everything on the internet. Yeah, don't put all your details there. Yeah, it's don't, okay. Yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah, don't loyalty programs may just be data mining. Just, <laughs> just a little tip. You might not understand that right now, but that that's going to come in really handy. And uh, by the way, uh, the biggest um, oh, is HBO still a thing? Oh yeah, uh, does oh, it still yeah. have the cutting uh, most cutting edge uh, entertainment? Oh, yes, oh it yeah, do. absolutely. Oh well, to prove that, tell me what's uh, what's the biggest show? That just who are the stars of this um, show? They have a show called True Detective, and it's starring Matthew McConaughey and Woody Harrelson from Cheers. Liar! Burn <laughs> the lying space traveler. <laughs> Seriously, like yeah, McConaughey, the guy from uh, Days and Confused, who Days plays and the, the and, uh, yeah and Woody, yeah and Woody, <laughs> yeah. It's pretty great. It's a it's a drama. Hang on, so they're play, uh, playing a stoner in a dumb bar? No, they're they're playing two detectives who... Uh, oh, so it's like a buddy, a funny buddy film. No, it's really dark. Like one's an a, idiot and the other one's a stud. I get no, it, one's right? like a messed up drunk who has clearly has a lot of issues and the other one is a cop who's a little conservative and they don't, they, they're not really seeing eye to eye. And uh, they just come across a horrific crime. And if you to told me that. 10 years ago that I would enjoy... I actually said after watching that last uh, Sunday night, I said, I'm not sure that I thought that was a great first episode, but I just fucking loved watching those two act. Yes. And if you thought... It, no, ten, I was ten years say ago, that. he was in romantic comedies and he was playing the bongos all the time right. with his shirt off. And, and I was, was like, laughing he at sounded him. like a fucking cool dude to hang out he with. He did. Don't get me wrong. He did. Like, this balcony could do with some fucking bongos yeah. and a shirtless McConaughey. Yeah. If you're ever in town, Maddie, and you need a place to crash. <laughs> i got an inflatable mattress. I can put it in the office. It's yeah. fine, man. Yeah. But, yeah, I know. Amazing. And fucking Woody Harrelson. Yeah. Who I enjoy in everything. I enjoy he's him great. in The Hunger Games. He's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. He's awesome. And he's awesome. He's a great. He's one of my favorite actors now. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. All right. Okay. Let's finish up this one, and then we'll, we'll, we'll do another one. Uh, at Dave Anthony. On Twitter, yep. people can find you. Uh, Walking the Room, your podcast. I was recently on that. There's an episode with me on that recently. You can check out. Um, I've been on a, a couple of other podcasts that I, I'd like to give a plug because um, uh, I was on. 
the Crab Feast, Dave. You've got to yes. get on that podcast. Yeah, man. I like those guys. Ryan Sickler uh, came and did. Uh, they're on the All Things Comedy Network. Oh, I should also mention while I'm talking about All Things Comedy that uh, uh, the comedy film nerds dudes. Everyone knows Graham Elwood. He's been on uh, the podcast. Uh, but Chris Mancini, those dudes are trying to get some funding going for a, a film about podcasts. Yeah. And so um, uh, I, I'll post the details and the link to their Kickstarter or whatever it is, whichever one of those things that they're doing, um, so people can uh, find out all about that. Um, or you can just like look it up through the All Things Comedy Network, I'm sure. I was also on a, a really a funny podcast called Road Stories uh, with Jim Short, uh, and I also uh, was uh, I'm on a podcast in Australia. It's more a serious thing, talking about my career and stuff, but... Uh, uh, Media Week Australia podcast uh, talking about Gruen for 2014 and stuff like that if people want to go and check that out that'd be cool as well I think I should plug that um, uh-huh. what, else? what else what else sorry slut. I'm a podcast slut you told you said that but I did yeah no, you, I called you a whore whore and I said well I wasn't getting paid so yeah. I'm a podcast slut yeah and I agree with and that and then I th- said that you were podcast slut shaming me <laughs> don't slut shame me I'm an ethical podcast someone, slut someone has to no they don't I think so why I think that's just can I just share the love around no I think it's no because then people get diseases and you have to move to Vegas right yeah I know I wore a condom during <laughs> all those podcasts fair enough <laughs> uh, my tour is on sale oh I'm at San Francisco Sketchfest uh, the weekend of the 7th to the 9th I'm doing a um uh, show myself and a bunch of other shows set list and prompter and stuff around town so check out that if you're in San Francisco and also my Australian tour is really soon now Adelaide uh, starts like March the 2nd or something like that Brisbane uh, Melbourne and Sydney all on sale willanderson.com.au uh, Dave do you have anything else that you would like to plug uh, just my album Shame Chamber it's on Bandcamp and uh, Largo on February 11th and uh, thank you to everybody who um, uh, gave me feedback about the the weird episode uh, that we posted. I appreciate um, that that people took that in the spirit of sort of how it came out. Uh, we we were a bit up in the air about whether we'd release it, but um, I thought, fuck it. Which one did we release? The the one where I talked about uh, my friend who. Oh, that's the one you put out? Yeah. Oh, I put up the other one as well. I put up both. Oh, you put up both? Yeah. Oh, boy. We'll see how the response to that is. Are people saying anything? Yeah, no, people have been... People. Here's what my main response has been from people. Because I warn people a lot. Yeah. Like, I put an extra warning on the start of last episode saying, hey, the next one's... Just in case people... Yeah. yeah d- downloaded them out of order. Yeah. And then I left our warning at the start of it as well. Yeah. But... um. I think that uh, people's response has just been that, like, you know, it was clear that it was just an honest conversation about where no one was like, you know, no one was trying to make excuses for anyone or anything. I was just talking about, A, we hadn't planned to talk about it. Yeah. Which was obvious. Yes. And B, that I clearly wasn't, like, trying to make excuses for anyone or try to, like, offend anyone or try to talk about something that was, I was all I was trying to talk about was what my reaction. Right. As I said in the description of the show, I said it's essentially a show about when someone you like does something that you loathe. Right. And how you reconcile yep. those feelings. Yep. Uh, it was a pretty tough topic. Like, it was pretty tough to talk about. Yeah. Like, and and I, I was like, oh, do people want to hear this or not? Uh, yeah. So what I've basically done is put out a lot of episodes this week. Okay. So if you don't want to listen to that one, it's not like you're missing out. You can just you can just skip over it or whatever. But no, no, like I genuinely, I've had a few messages already since it's gone up, and people have been oh, like, good. "Oh no, no, we get it," and okay. you know, 
I've had people say to me, like, because even if it's not that situation, like, a lot of the people out there who are listening have had someone close to them right. do something that, fuck, you know. They can't reconcile. Like, I mean, for people that might be their dad having an affair or right. their, like, you know, I mean, it doesn't have to, or maybe you've got a friend who's married who you know is having an affair or whatever. Right. It doesn't have to be something quite as big as the thing that we talked about on that podcast. But, right. But I think that people kind of understand that that's a con- that's a confronting thing. Yes, you know? totally, totally. Anyway, let's not get bogged down in it again. Nope. We'll have to not put this one up as well. <laughs> <laughs> I, will say, I will say that because um, uh, I'm sure that you will never listen back to it. So I uh, I will say that it ends with because like it normally we it kind of gets that bit where we're debating whether we'll put it up or not, uh-huh. and then you go to do a like s- sign off. Yeah. And then just halfway through, you realize it's not appropriate to just sign up. And you're just like, oh, I just can't. Do. <laughs> and so I didn't put any theme music on the end either because it just felt like it would be weird for you to be like, oh, God, this has just been so horrible. And then be maybe like, no, 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 no. So anyway, this, this one's been happier. So can you sign out, get a bit of joy back? Full fiend.